you know, Spencer, a lot of times with these uh, ad reads, we have to uh, pretend that we like a product, but this is not one of those. Right. This Um, is just classic. We're classic podcast connoisseurs. We know what's up. Yeah, we love we do love MeUndies. Secrets out. That's not just talk. Right. We probably love solid cologne. Um, Yeah, definitely. uh, But we definitely love Matt Bronger. Um, Matt Bronger. He's a he's an old friend of mine. I won't say too old because you know it's showbiz. So let's <laughs> let's stay ageless. But he is a fantastic, wonderful person that I have always adored, and that I never spend enough time with, and never work with enough. But he is really funny and really kind and really awesome. And he has a podcast called Ding Donger. Oh, you know about it? No, wait. Yeah, no, it's okay. You can know about <laughs> no, it. No, I've heard ads for it. It seems like a great podcast. It's a weekly podcast with actor and comedian Matt Bronger. You can go for a spin with him as he shares stories, observations, and advice with episodes perfectly curated for half-hour car rides. Does that mean he's driving during the, p- p- the podcast? He better not be because that's my idea. Oh, shit. I wonder if that's done because that is my idea. Maybe you can go on Ding Donger. You know what you could do <laughs> is you can leave a voicemail message for him and he'll address it uh, on his podcast. Oh, wow. I don't have a number for that, but just know that you can do that. Well, I bet if you like and subscribe to it on iTunes, the number reveals itself to you. Yeah, this is already on the air. I'm acting like it's new. (laughs) Recent episodes have included tales of harrowing bike rides in Southeast Asia, horror stories from Chicago public transit, and advice about everything from the creative process to the terrifying nature of bird-eating insects. Just don't miss a single episode. (laughs) Make sure you don't... (laughs) Sorry. Make sure you don't... (laughs) Make sure you make sure you don't miss a single episode. Subscribe to Ding Donger with Matt Bronger on iTunes, Stitcher, FeralAudio.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Matt Bronger. He couldn't be brighter. Today's episode is brought to you by Last Rampage, the new true crime film starring Robert Patrick, Heather Graham, and Bruce Davison. And we had the pleasure of speaking to someone involved with the movie. So, uh, my name is Alvaro Rodriguez. I'm the screenwriter for The Last Rampage. As a writer, to me, I'm less interested in genre and more interested in character. And, you know, I've written in a lot of different genres, you know, um, kind of horror genre, thriller, or action movie, or kids movie, or, you know, different kinds of things. And it was always more, I was always more interested in character and hadn't really quite done something like this before, but was just uh, really drawn to this idea of um, of a guy like Gary Tyson, who, you know, had been in and out of institutions from the time he was, you know, a kid um, and, uh, and having sort of raised three sons from behind bars. Uh, and how these three sons kind of grew up in the Church of Gary and thinking that their father had been, you know, unjustly accused and unjustly convicted and all of this stuff that they were getting fed um, from their mom, Dorothy, who's played in the film by Heather Graham. So to me, it was just, I was interested in telling that kind of a story, telling a family story. You know, to me, the most interesting stories are family in some, centered in some way, you know, they're elemental stories. They're stories that um, go back to, you know, to the most intimate and elemental parts of ourselves. So the idea of fathers and sons, you know, there's a line in the script about in the movie about that, um, you know, where Gary tells his oldest son, you know, Donnie, there's only one law you got to worry about, you know, and that's a law of fathers over sons, and the only way you're gonna, you know, 
get past that is, you know, by this, you know, by dying, basically. But kind of threatens him a little bit. But um, so that was really, you know, the touchstone for me, uh, trying to figure out how to tell that story. Don't miss Last Rampage, the true story of the prison break of Gary Tyson. In theaters and available on iTunes and all on-demand platforms today. For more information, visit truecrimelive.com or follow the movie on Twitter at Last Rampage Film or on Facebook.com slash Last Rampage Film. California Meltdown Comics in the Meltdown Showroom, Harmontown is now in session. I am your comptroller, Jeff Davis. Please welcome your dungeon master, Spencer Crittenden, to the stage. And now please welcome the mayor of Harmontown, Mr. Dan. Thank you, Jeff Davis, everybody. Oh, I was almost going to pull my phone out and put my drink down for a physical ritual that has long oppressed me, but I'm free now. Dan is presenting the audience his new uh, Apple Watch. What are they called? Apple Watch? Yep. I only need to free a hand to swipe. <laughs> ever, ever note? Ever note? There we go. Let's talk about Jurassic World. Yeah. Or if you prefer, let's talk about the Apple iWatch. Or Apple Watch. <laughs> oh, Grandpa. <laughs> No one calls them I anymore. Black people aren't I people. <laughs> they sure are. They're just Dan. people. They're not. They're just Apple people. <laughs> Remember when? This is a, we've talked about this eight thousand times. My grandparents think that the your grandparents probably too think that black people are supposed to be called colored people. That that is polite. You all roll your eyes at that. I roll my eyes at that. The National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, however. <laughs> bit of a pickle. Stationary already ordered. It's just a, one of those funny things that happens to did you, did you hear a about species. That, about that lady from... Of course, yeah, yeah, no, I, well, I almost didn't, yeah. I, I, everybody, yes. Yeah. Yes, the, 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 the leader of the Spokane, Washington chapter of the NAACP uh, was outed by her parents as being a tan white lady. <laughs> After I don't know how many years. How many years, do we know how many years she successfully... Ten. So there's all these weird, weird conversations that are happening, which are totally awesome and healthy, uh, especially in the midst of, uh, for instance, you know, the, 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 the transgender movement, which has everything to do with what you are born as does not define you. Absolutely not. And then there's an equally, like, totally valid, like, 
clearly obvious observation that like if you were born as a blonde blue-eyed lady you do not have the right to go to a tanning booth frizz your hair and then become the say that you're getting hate mail because you're so black like um it it, it this is this is all good in my opinion this is all fantastic i mean yeah I, i'm sure other people have the right to be offended or care way more than i do as far as i'm concerned seems like fun <laughs> oh, oh man why not everything's fun to us yeah like, like, like yeah, we, we're, that's called privilege. Like, I think that's what they mean when they say check your privilege. As long as we don't like get involved, we're fine. That's the new political correctness. We just get to say, fuck it. Like, like that's that's us being the most open-minded we can be. What are you doing? I, it, Jane is here. Earthshine Jane. <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, what's your last name? Do you, you want your last name out there in the YouTube? Just Jane's fine. Just Jane. Uh, Earthshine Jane is, uh, is your Twitter handle, correct? Yep. Uh Aside from the fact that Jane has been the uh, purveyor and distributor for us of fine, absinthe, and an awesome booze, did you did you make this glass bottle too? I did not. I have a friend who's a master glass blower. Yeah, because I, I designed it, but he made it. For this me. is really good. This is fantastic. And so I have a bottle. I have, I mean, sadly, I have the dregs of a bottle of uh, absinthe. The rest of it's in the decanter. Oh, oh, it's in here. You, you've broken it in half. I love it. Uh, Jane, if I, if I can do, can I do a commercial for, for Jane's absinthe? I took this uh, absinthe of malice to a party, and I, I actually had about that much. I had about, like, maybe, maybe a little bit more than that. Brought it to a party where I was dressed as David Bowie because it was a glam, a glam party. And I just had one laying around. And uh, I took this to the party, and everybody there wanted to know how, how to get more of it. This stuff is really groovy, and it gets you high. Well, so why don't we find out how. Jane, do you want to come up and talk or no? It's cool, no. Uh, okay, okay. There, 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 there was hesitation there. Yeah, you're on video. Oh, okay, all right. No, okay, cool. Fine, good. Yeah. All great. We'll talk, we'll talk later on. That's great. That's the first yeah, time I, my, my, we my whole shtick of, like, don't come up if you don't want to come up, actually, yeah. finally, like... Because <laughs> I'm always saying it as the... I'm like, by the way, if you don't want to be exploited... Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, also, there, there, there might be some sort of... Uh, Agencies yeah. that might care about that. No, know. there's all kinds of shit that. Well, it was just ironically why, which is why there's a story to tell and why I want to talk to you eventually. But like, like, like I said, like tweet me when the adventure is over. Um, also, while, while we're thanking people for gifts, uh, this was sent to me. Apparently, it's been here for a month or two. Tweet and, me when the adventure's over. Uh, <laughs> that's the title of my book. <laughs> that's 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 my wake me for the weekend. I, I I got this little gift backstage, Dan. It's from a, a, a person by the. Uh, Hilarious name of Susan Shipper, and I was shipped to me first class uh, U.S. Postal, and I opened it up, and it's a it's a Scottish ski and do, which is what you put in your Jesus sock if you're wearing a kilt. Did you mention it was through a rat? <laughs> I, I did not mention As that. It came out of the envelope. But, so you know, it's like it's, it's different it's, message. It's actually like it's a weapon. It's a knife that you keep in your sock if you're wearing a kilt. But then I was like, why would somebody give me that? And I looked at it. There's a little emerald on the side here. It's an emerald oh, dagger. Emerald dagger. Hello. <laughs> Do you think that's from, is that from a Scottish fan? Is the address in Scotland? Susan Shipper doesn't sound terribly Scottish, but I love it. What is the address? Is there a return address? Don't uh, say it out loud. But. It, well, this Wait, the, okay. the, the, the wholesale cutlery store in Arlington, Texas. All right. This watch is short. One of the shortcomings has to do with the settings I programmed into it. I'm, it vibrates my wrist every time someone tweets at me. <laughs> every, every time somebody you know tweets you or anytime anybody tweets you? Yeah. Uh, well, no, I, I, you know, you set it up however you want. I made a mistake. Uh, 
I also immediately got all these games on my watch, so at any given moment, it'll buzz, and I'll go like, oh, that could be someone needs a kidney. No, Spymaster needs to know if he should face down these dogs. <laughs> yes or no? Do it. <laughs> there's like a, there's like these games on the for the watch that are so dumb that they're just they're basically just like some guy like buzzes your watch a fictional guy to buzzes your watch every six hours to let you know he needs more training. Can you mine can you Minecraft? Can you can you craft? No, you mines? can't Minecraft. Everyone stop making fun of me. <laughs> Which brings me to a new thing. I don't even mean that because I don't take it personally because that's one of the four agreements. <laughs> By Don Miguel Ruiz, which uh, Aaron, my wife Erin McGathy turned me on to. The Four Agreements, Jeff. Uh, the audio book takes less time to listen to than this podcast, which I have not done yet. But uh, I, I, got, I got into the first agreement. But the Four Agreements are... God damn this fucking watch. <laughs> Spencer, are you getting a watch? Oh, and now no. there's another fucking tweet. Yeah. Now, now people, of course, are tweeting me. You guys are great. It's, it's like the Simpsons where they're all shocking each other. And I get it. You're amazing. <laughs> That's hilarious. It doesn't, I'm not going to judge you for it. I'm just going to say it doesn't take talent to do what you're doing. It's, it's, the, it's just the digital equivalent of throwing a tomato. That's all it is. It doesn't take any talent. You're creating a culture of fear, which is what I've learned from this book. Uh, anyway, so the first agreement is uh, don't don't train raptors. No, I'm getting my notes mixed up. <laughs> the first of the four agreements is, and this is the, this is the four agreements by Miguel Ruiz. So you know, look it up. The audio book is ten bucks, which is what you paid to get in here. It t it is two hours long. So if you listen, to, uh, I anyways. What are the agreements? The agreements are... Well, pr what? first, can I explain what, what he means by agreement? Yes, please do. So, okay. So he starts with the cosmology that we, everything, everything that we're experiencing right now is a dream. Like, that's not new. Uh, there's a famous song r r about rowing boats. That... Uh, <laughs> and, 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 and I'm not kidding. I was thinking about that on the way here. I'm like, God damn, they hide the secret in fucking plain sight. <laughs> It's on the back of a cereal box. Life is but a fucking dream, motherfucker. And then we watch The Matrix and we're like, holy shit. Yeah, row, row your boat. I wanted to say the N-word so bad. <laughs> row, row your boat. You know, but... Uh, the, the, it's, it's like life, we are all dreaming right now. We're all dreaming. We, we, the, if, the human if brain life, is... If life were but a dream, why not say the N-word after that? What, like, what, what are the repercussions? Uh, because I don't want to pollute that dream for other people because we're in a shared dream is that also. One, is that one of the agreements? Don't drop an N-bomb in someone else's dream? <laughs> no, the first agreement is be impeccable with your word. And so that, that, that we'll get to that. All I right. need some work on that one. I'll probably die getting that one right. But uh, the, uh, the idea, the cosmology is we are all made of light. The uh. light between stars. It's easy to laugh at, young man. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he's not laughing at that concept. He's laughing at you fishing your way through this. <laughs> you don't know him, Trevor. He's believe me. He's he's laughing at the wrong shit. I've met him. He's three minutes from his next DUI. But his dad's a senator, and I'm not bringing him up. Uh, the uh, we're all light. 
What is that? What is that? What's the implication of that? Why is that important? It's no one's. It's just. It's a model of uh, of light. It's. It's not. What do you mean? Why is that important? Well, is it? Is that a necessary principle for the rest of the uh, the agreements? I think so. Oh, okay. Sorry. But you could you could probably do away with it after. I think. Because it never really comes back to. By the way, don't well, forget we're all I mean, light. Yeah, like, that's like, what I'm asking. Well, is like, but, but I'm just I'm just taking you through the guy's whole cosmology. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys like the format where we bring Spencer up before me? I thought that was a good choice. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Why are we saving him for dessert? I couldn't be more nervous. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it really puts a lot more responsibility on you. I have no idea. If Spencer is dessert, if Spencer's like the dessert cart laying off to the side of the table while you're eating dinner. You, you, you're eyeing that cake the whole time. You get, to, you, you get to look at that delicious cake over there. Spencer, you're, you're like a sexy cannoli sitting over there. Just whoop, whoop. That sounds good. There are some people who are here for the first time, and they're wondering, why am I watching this? All right. So, and I'll tell you, it's for my book reviews. What are the goddamn agreements? The the cosmology is we're made of light, (laughs) and life is a dream. Like, we're all dreaming right now. You dream when you go to sleep, and yeah, your dog also dreams, and he's like... You know, the, 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 we're, we're, we're dreaming when we're awake, too, because this is all an illusion. Obviously, but it's, the difference between this dream and the one you have when you're asleep is simply the fact that this one's consistent, which, mean, which makes you think it's more real because uh, it will be here tomorrow. Uh, but it also means it was here before you were born. It's, a, it's, a, it's still it's as artificial a reality as the ones that you have when you go to sleep at night. Life is a dream. We all share it. And that doesn't mean bad. It doesn't mean less real than important. It, it, just like to, just to put yourself in that space where you think of reality, everything that we're living right now as a dream, it kind of immediately sort of relaxes you. And like all the great myths that we've ever heard drive into that. All of the sacred texts like insinuate that, including the Matrix uh, <laughs> and Inception. <Ooh>. Um, <laughs> You love it. You love it. And you do. This guy loves Inception. Wait, oh my God, the writer of Inception's here. I glanced at you and I was like, holy shit, I bet you wrote Inception. Would you, you stand up and prove, doesn't he look like he wrote Inception? He wrote Inception. Possibly. Yes. Or is it a dream? I think he also wrote For Whom the Bell Tolls. <laughs> I don't know if that was... I think that was a joke about the power you emanate. Uh, It's all a dream. We are indoctrinated in the dream by way of agreements. So from the moment you're born, you're making agreements. Your attention's getting hooked by your parents for good reason. They're telling you, this is how you live in this dream. This is what the alphabet is. You call that a door. You call that a doormat. You call that an elephant. You call that an apple. You, you, You have to... The, 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 the idea is that human beings are capable of experiencing a thousand things at once and, and of living as if we are living in a dream of constant contradiction and never being certain about anything. Our brains are designed for that chaos, but we won. We took over the earth and we have created a dream of very, very focused, very artificial things. And the, the, only, the, only, pro, the only problem with it is that reality is, uh, it's, it's obscured by this smoke that we create between all of us. We're never actually, he says, uh, now granted I listened to this for a half hour and I turned it off, but, but uh, <laughs> 
we're made of light. Ma all, all matter is, is, is mirrors. We're, it's reflecting the light. So every time you're looking at anything with your eyes, you're actually seeing something that's simply reflective of something else. You're not actually like, you're not actually experiencing anything by looking at something. Like you, so, so we are all reflecting each other and we are all, what, what the, the truth is right in front of us, but we have all been indoctrinated into a dream through these agreements that we make with society that teach you to sort of basically operate on fear, you know, like everything, you know, you're a good boy. If you do this, you're a bad boy. If you do that, um, you're a really bad boy. If you think that you're a girl, Ooh. um, like, like, like you are like, you, there's no, there's all these rules. Like you, you, you guys know I was being ironic when I said that it's fucking generation. These, like, um, <laughs> This is, this is the flawed society I'm representing. God damn it, I hate these fucking kids. <laughs> then they, they trick you into explaining everything. And Dan, they're, they're just light. They're just light. <laughs> you're light. You're light. You're light. You're light. You're light. Uh, it's all a dream. We're going to wake up when we die. It doesn't, when that, that, that has nothing to do with afterlife or anything. It's just to say that these, these and also these illusions about an afterlife, like the, the, the hell that we describe in Christian mythology, it, like isn't it now like is what the author says like this world of fear and hate and where anybody can do anything where your neighbor might break in your door and eat you or he might reward you if you if you're a good enough boy or a bad enough boy like like it, it's all driven by fear and prejudice and judgment and and just like like constant pursuit of like pleasing other people and hooking other people's attention and having your attention be hooked by them when really what we are designed to do is just float and do all this stuff. So the four, the idea of the four agreements is to wipe away all the agreements that you have made to get this far, wipe them all away and replace them with these four primary agreements. Number one. Okay. <laughs> Always. If you are part, number one. Now the, 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 the first three are traffic oriented. Number one, one if you're parking uphill, always turn your wheels to face the curb. Dan, does one of these uh, agreements have something to do with little shits and whether, whether <laughs> or not first, to sweat it? The first rule is, yeah, don't sweat the little shit. The second agreement is, it's all little shit. Uh, the, the first agreement is... Don't right, talk about the it. four agreements. <laughs> I hope that I hope that's not I hope that's not in there. All right, let me just scroll through there. My, my watch, which I'm very happy I bought. Be impeccable with your word. All right, I'm working. I like on that. that one. Fuck you. It's Dan. That, that's not very impeccable. All right. What does that mean to be impeccable with well, your do word? Do you want me to read the copy? It's short. <clears throat> These glasses, by the way, only work for far away. Why not get my every my life is a dream. It's insane. It's an insane dream where I'm now wearing props to make people like me. That's right. I have 20/20 vision, and I can. Why am I wearing these? To, because people like me more in them. Now we don't. I fell into it. Now that we know it's all lies. Be impeccable with your word. Rule number one. Say only what you mean. Avoid using the word to speak against yourself or to gossip about others, Jeff. <laughs> Use the power of your word in the direction of truth and love. 
Adam Goldberg. <laughs> you're, you're doing the opposite of being impeccable every time you, in, you inject... R- rule number two, d- uh, don't call out people who are telling you the for... for uh, you're not allowed to. There's, you know, there's five agreements. For 1A, you can't, you're not allowed. If someone knows the four agreements before you do, they're, you, they get to tell you what they are. Okay. So rule number one, don't talk shit. Yeah, don't talk shit. And that's, that's tough. That's hard. Uh, rule number two, don't take anything personally. This is the one that led me to this because I think this is the big thing that I have in my life. I think this is like, what I, I am, I, all of my conflict is based on either I am taking something personally that people didn't mean to be taken personally or I am saying something that someone else is taking personally that I did not mean for them to take personally. Um, nothing others do is because of you. What others say and do is a projection of their own reality, their own dream. When you are immune to the opinions and actions of others, you won't be the victim of needless suffering. It's you know easier said than done, but that, I mean it's really I've like like I've heard that. Don't take it personally. I find myself I'm like shit. God damn it! I keep catching myself. You know, yeah. if, I, if I could uh, rephrase that, don't sweat the little shit. <laughs> That's not God. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> Rule number one. That's a rule reflection number of one. me. That's a reflection of me. Rule number one. You, you broke rule number two and number one at the what? same fucking... You don't know that. I'm a dream. I'm a dream, you piece of shit. Rule number one. I'm a dream. Two number two you and number one. You know nothing in Take, my dream. You're talking shit. You're taking it personally. Everything you're saying is smoke. La, 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 la. We're doing great. This book is saving our lives. Rule number three. Don't make assumptions. Find the courage. Don't make assumptions. <clears throat> Pause. Find the courage to ask questions. I, I really like this one because I think this one actually, like, you know, it braids nicely. This book is very old. My wife found this book in high school uh, in her, like, identity-seeking phase. Um, and, uh, like, but it's still, this, this rule, I think, really is important as we enter this sort of uh, culture of uh, awareness and progression and, uh, and 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 calling each other out for things that we're doing wrong and stuff because uh, I've as I've, I've said a couple times on this podcast boy could we could we try to understand ignorance a little more than we are um, so rule number th- uh, agreement number three is don't make assumptions find the courage to ask questions and to express what you really want communicate with others as clearly as you can to avoid misunderstandings, sadness, and drama. With just this one agreement, you can completely transform your life. I don't know why he says that. Because it's true, Kind of shitting on the other agreements. Dan, I like that you're making an most. assumption there. Uh, you're right. But I'm asking a question. Why would you say that? Get your agreements shit together. Anyways, so but on that note, the fourth agreement, here's what's funny about this. So I'm going to try to encapsulate this. Is that we don't, don't fill up on bread. We started. T- <laughs> Cause right there, agreement number four: don't fill up on bread. It's you're always going to want to fill up on bread. It's delicious. It's particularly hot and buttery in restaurants, but so is the food that's coming. They're going to charge you for your meal anyway. Don't fill up on bread. <laughs> that was a weird one to throw there. Um, but 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 we were the reason this whole thing came up is because we were in Austin with uh, Derek Waters, the creator of uh, Drunk History, and Aaron and I were sitting at a table drinking in this bar, and then the Four Agreements came up because Aaron had had encountered them this book in her life, and we and she remembered don't take it personally is the important one, the one that I think performers are constantly dealing with. You make a show and somebody says eh, this episode wasn't as good as this episode, and what 
what a writer hears is you you're a failure and fuck you and then you write an email and say dear time magazine fuck off i never did it <laughs> but uh it's like you're taking it personally anyways but we're so we're so we're, oh what are the other three agreements and we're like oh wow be impeccable with your word that's crazy oh man yeah uh don't make assumptions that's really good and then, uh, oh shit, okay, I got a text real quick there, okay. And then, the, uh, but then the fourth one, it was just funny because it's three performers, like creative people sitting at a table, and we all looked at the fourth one when we found out what it was because we couldn't remember it. And then when we saw what it was, we, we it, it, it's always do your best. And and all, all the people at the table went, nah, well, fuck that. <laughs> and, then, and then we all like, went, wait, why would we feel that way? And it's because, like, I think people who, People who act, direct, stunt, coordinate, make chairs. Like, I don't know. Like, I think there's a, there's a, I don't know where you draw the line because I don't want to make assumptions. Uh, and I want to be impeccable with my word and whatever the first one was. The, the, <laughs> but I do think actually somebody out there needs to hear always do your best. But I think the people, you know, a lot of the people probably in this room and people in the city of Los Angeles, when they hear that, they just go like, what the fuck do you think I'm doing? <laughs> You dumb piece of shit. <laughs> More like three agreements, all right? Like, but then we thought about it, we're like, you know what? I think a lot of people out there actually, like someone that worked at Enron, maybe if they had read that, always do your best. And they're, and they're like, um, yeah, I'm doing my best. Yeah, but really? Your best? Yeah, but that, that, that just doesn't include like your work or your, uh, your creativity. That includes, you know, your... Well, let's see what he meant. Because right, I never bothered to read it. I'm assuming I'm like, it means that the, way, the way you behave to other people. Always do your best. Your best is going to... <laughs> Yeah, okay, guy, man, okay, get old. I got it, guys. I got your tweets, I get it, season four was great now. It's all hilarious, it's all coming to my watch. You've all got my watch. You all live on my wrist. Uh, <laughs> now we lost Jeff. Uh, always do your best. Your best is going to change from moment to moment. It will be different when you are healthy as opposed to sick. Th that's it? Okay, see, dumb, dumb agreement. Uh, just do your best, whatever. I always do. I try. It's, it, always, it always sucks. But that's a uh, judgment on me. You're not supposed to hate yourself, too. There's somewhere in there. I've talked enough. Uh, let's start meeting some friends because we got a lot of them here tonight. Uh, I really want to bring up uh, the stranger that that uh, came into season six of Community and nailed it. Uh, Ms. Paget Brewster. I read that uh, the only two things I remember. Hello, boss. Hi. <laughs> um, the only two things I remember were don't gossip, impossible. Yeah. But impossible. don't take anything personally. Yeah. And it's true. That's the big one. Because if someone is angry with you for whatever you did, it's more about them than you. Most people are insecure. I am. You are. Yeah. We all are. So whenever anyone says, what, who's not insecure? Who just went, uh, you lying auntie. sack of crap. Who said, you? No, not auntie's you. Auntie's never insecure. No, His I dad's like, like an ambassador. 
There's a any Fuck time you, someone says, don't take it personal. Fuck you. <laughs> but it's true though. Don't take anything personally because whatever. Anytime anyone's talking, they're they, they're about them. Yeah. Always. We don't have to that worry about anything. Yeah. Everyone's worried about their own screw-ups. Yeah. I mean, we've heard it over and over and over and over again. In fact, Spencer actually says that at the end of the dumb movie we yeah. were in. It's not a dumb movie. You learn it in retail. Wait, I, I had to say, I had to say, dumb movie. You, you learn so it in retail. Yeah, you do. You, well, you do, or you get bitter. Well, well, yeah, can't even, he's so low to the ground. Oh I yeah. Don't. Well, you guys have a you have a whole stage. I'm not complaining. I love it here. It's the best table. But yeah, no, you're 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 literally elevated off the floor that I am on. It's true. He he enjoys too much power as it is. Best if I could dig a hole. No. Yeah, I would put him in it. I would have his head like on the floor. No. No, because he's he's, I'm he's a powerful person. And when he I needs see to be mitigated. Aww, that's I really love sweet. Spencer. I'm gonna remember that. It makes me feel safe. <laughs> Spencer, 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 do you feel powerful? Uh, no. Yeah. No. Not at all. You don't feel like you. Exerts? I feel like I have agency. Like I can, you know, like lift lift a rock and like go to the beach and stuff. You know. Here's. I just want to point out. Here's some other people that said what? that. God and Hitler. <laughs> uh, draw your own conclusions, and don't take it personally. <laughs> But, I mean, those are, yeah, God doesn't feel powerful. Why would he make a universe if he felt powerful? Hitler didn't feel powerful. He would have stayed in art school. This is not don't, too don't soon. Let, don't let humility fool you. It's the it's the, it's the. Do you think God that, and Hitler had humility? They had self-loathing. God was not, God God was not content to be nothing. He became everything. That, who does that? Wait. That, that, that who behaves a, that way? A, a very, very, a very, very confident person. Did no, God I would not say that at all. Grow up with a single mother in the projects, and he decided to be everything. Wait, what? No, I'm curious. Maybe I was not raised with religion. Well, I know. I'm. Just, I'm. Well, I was raised Lutheran, but I'm making up my own perception of God. Like, what is you're, Lutheran? You're, you're saying that <laughs> Lutheran? No, is I, a, no, I'm not. I'm not trying to be. That's rude. what the is Pope a, said. Yeah. It's a, I was raised Lutheran too. <laughs> Lutheran, like they, they refer to it as Catholic light. Like it looks like Catholic. You've got stained glass windows and there's dudes wearing robes and shit. You know how Catholicism is sit, stand, kneel, stand, kneel, stand, sit, kneel, genuflect, stand, kneel, pray, leave. Lutheran is sit, leave, leave. <laughs> it's the original Protestantism. Oh. It's Martin Luther. Martin Luther was the first guy to say, look, religion should be accessible to the people. So and, uh, just sit and leave. Well, I mean, I... No, no, you do a little call and response and stuff like that. I, he, I, should, he said, for instance, Bibles should not have to be in Latin. Why aren't they in the Oh, well, that's language? fair. I mean, no one... It's a dead language. There's people who would argue with you, but yeah, I wouldn't be one of them. Because Latin was, is not Aramaic. It's not like it's the language God was talking in the first place. I, yeah. <laughs> no one knows Aramaic either. Right. I, I mean, I Bibles the, should be... If, so, if, if God's talking... Dan, don't come a-knocking. Uh, if... if uh, <laughs> Which I believe was uh, De Deuteronomy uh, 2.11. Uh, 
You're saying then yeah. that if, if you believe in a creationist mythology that God created the universe from nothing and created everything, you think that's an act of self-loathing and, and, and low self-esteem on his part? If, if you, you did if, say Hitler and God had low <laughs> self-esteem. If you don't, they have something in common, which is a... <laughs> Hitler uh, and God have something in common. If you can't... Deadline.com. Yeah, well... That's, Dan Harmon says... God is Hitler. Well, but think about it. Our, I mean, uh, Jesus got crucified for saying the, the simple fact of, like, uh, people would go, oh, are you God? And he would go, like, well, technically, yeah. And they'd be like, that's enough. String them up. And he's like, no, we're, we all are. It's fine. But, like, he's just being technical and philosophical and inviting you to think uh, outside the box. I mean, like, yeah, it's not It's not going to... It's not going to get you laid at a Halloween party to come into a, you know, uh, in a costume that's like Hitler, but with a halo. And you're like, what's your point? Because Hitler was God. No, that's not a good message to send. He made a lot of mistakes as a human being. I'm saying that the God. Hitler or God? Wait, God or Hitler? I feel like. You're the one that's. You're the one that's digging in this. No, I'm asking you. I'm telling you. You're equating God. I'm telling you the one thing they had in common. Maybe they both like fried eggs, but the one thing that I know that they had in common is that they weren't happy with their beginning state. God wasn't happy. You're saying that's the creationism. The, my God, the God that I the birth of all in. existence, all this light that we are, and the mirrors that we all my are, that's like, the four agreements thing. The whole thing, the we are light is that's garbage. How can <laughs> <is that>? <laughs> you <laughs> just, so, get to the, just get to the second agreement? Yeah. The second just get agreement. to the second. No, wait, that's not the first agreement. Isn't that we're all we're light. all light? No, no, that you don't have to agree with that. You don't have to agree with that. The, the, the four agreements the are all. The first agreement is, your, is the uh, first one's stupid. We're all light. No, no, no. That wasn't the first one. That wasn't the first. Thank you. No, don't gossip. Nothing's personal. That's the first one. Don't how gossip. can you no. be light and a dream? Like yeah, how whatever. can Yeah, right? How can light You're dream? Living in a dream? No one is light and a dream. We're all dirt and we're human and we're sexual That's and matter. we're assholes. That's matter. Matter's a reflection. Sorry, I no, interrupted. No, you're being. You're you were, being. I'm sorry. You were talking about God and Hitler <laughs> being the same. And not by choice. Carry on. And Pat, you're, you're, Pat you're, is being sexy dirt. You're being impeccable with your word and I've saying like. I've always been sexy dirt. I mean, you know me. <laughs> what? Sorry. Get, sorry, a, get a get a different room. Get a podcast. The you're being impeccable with your word when you say, "Yeah, we're all animals. We're all things. like." I like, think that's, so. Yeah, so that's good. So you're, uh, yeah. He's not. He, this guy didn't never said. I just want to make it clear because I feel like I'm I'm doing a bad commercial for him. He didn't say the first agreement was buy into all this light and. I thought light you stuff. said that was the first. No, no, no. I was explaining his cosmology. Uh, his cosmology, cosmology is that we're all in a dream. I don't know what that word means. I think it means it just means ma- map of the universe. <laughs> Wait, what did you say, sir? Cosmology is. The map of the universe? Just a map of the universe, a model of the universe philosophically. I didn't know that. And well, I appreciate a, you not judging me for not knowing that word. I don't judge Thank anything you. anymore. I, I have four agreements. That might be one of them. Yeah, don't I don't make judge. assumptions. Yeah. Can we have I a like little that. judgment jar that you have to put a dollar in every time you judge somebody throughout the rest of the show? <laughs> uh, well, that would be good. I, okay, I want, I want to keep this bullet train moving because we have so many Sorry. friends here tonight. Judgment yeah. cup. <laughs> do, you, do you want vodka in that? No, no, no. You, no. Oh, okay. A dollar every, every time you judge somebody throughout the rest of this oh. podcast. Dollar in the judgment cup. Uh, our friend Curtis Armstrong is here. And I really Curtis
us. Welcome. She's my street buddy. Oh, okay. I ran oh, into her Oh, is she the one that came street. up to you and oh. yeah, and she said, was the one who told me that you were you were worried that I didn't like you anymore. <laughs> Don't take it personally. Like when 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 you when you were when you were incommunicado and you were having fun with your daughter. I no 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 I I know I know yeah you, you you just got a little uncertain and yeah you started thinking too much and but questioning what you've been doing which is really and selfish and egomaniacal of me to like translate the things happening in this dream to mean something about me it's no dumb. but I, I think all it was Dan was you expressing a very uh, warm friendly uh, idea that you want Curtis to like you and you you you, you had and the courage I, to I say took that out it loud that way I I really did take it that way and then Leah yeah. correct. Leah stopped me in the street and she said, you have to talk to Dan. <laughs> I was outside a ramen place and she said, you have to talk to Dan because he's very upset and he thinks... And she said that she stood up during the show and told you, Dan, no, he's, he's in with England. his daughter yeah. with, in England. And I and said, well, then I guess he doesn't check his tweets. <laughs> anyway, that's all behind us now because you're clear on everything and... yeah. And Have you guys ever worked together? Here. Yeah, 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 yeah. We worked, we uh. worked like for three years on a on a series, an animated series called Dan Versus, and some people oh. know it. And with um, Dave Foley, with and Dave it was Foley, the three of us in That's a room. Right. And I never uh, I have laughed it. so much. I know you. Oh. We just really laughed fun. all the time, and um, and then the show was great, and it ran and ran. And then the network was canceled. Well, it was, this weird, yeah, it was this weird thing where you can never we get comfortable. On, you know, it was like, exactly what happened. We, we don't even know yet because it was on the hub. The hub. The hub. Which was purchased by yeah, purchased by Hasbro. Hasbro, mm-hmm. thank you. Which then was purchased by Nickelodeon. The Germans. The Germans. <laughs> and then God. And now God. we're back to Hitler and again. They kept saying. Uh, your contract is over. Oh, no, wait. You're now owned by the Germans or something. Right, yes, that's exactly what it was. Actually, Dave and Curtis and I had so much fun, we were like, okay, whatever. Germans, we're fine. Yeah. And so we were signing on to a show that didn't exist anymore. Right. In first position. Yeah, it was, and, uh, it was crazy. we still don't know. Like, I have not heard. No. Any, I, I don't I, even uh, know if no. we have a show. You could get a call tomorrow. It could be like, we could. Dave versus... For them, though, I would do it. Yeah. It was great. Like, it for was... you, I would do your show in a oh. hot damn second. Okay. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. I, I would, oh, yeah. Uh, I would do your show. Yeah, he's well, nuts, but he's good. I, I know. Well, yeah, that, that's, keep going, keep going. That's what I want. Talk to your friend Curtis, colleague, actor. Pretend I'm not here, and I won't take it personally, and tell him everything that you would say. If you ran into Curtis at an airport and you'd go, oh, I guess you just did a season of Dan Harmon's show. What was that like? Okay, so you've been working with Dan Harmon, right? (laughs) I heard that. (laughs) I am beat red. Yeah, you are. Hold on. Um, Curtis? You know what? I've heard... Some weird things about Dan. Listen, I know, I know. I know. Flight 451 really... to Burbank is now boarding. <laughs> Flight 451, passengers sitting in zone one are now I'm welcome to board. I'm in the back, so I'm, I'm... Here's I'm, the thing, man. I'm not going to lie to you. The hours are long. He's a little crazy. Yeah. Sometimes the scripts are late. But here's the problem. They're so goddamn good yeah. that you will end up agreeing to have 
basically Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> you will be like, fuck, this guy is so fucking good. I, I don't know. The whole cast is great. No, I know. I know what you're, I know I, what you're thinking. Look how I mean, happy Dan is right now. Somebody asked me about being on the show. Sorry. But well, we talked about this last I don't know. time. It's like he's my dream jerking is... off and he's drinking. I, I, I don't know. know. But this is conditional love. This now boarding zone two. Zone two. People see it in zone two. I think I create the deplorable situation so that you have to say that. I think I think that I think there's some unconscious drive behind me that like because I don't think the time that I your time that I wasted or the wardrobe supervisor's time that I wasted made the show any better. I think all the things that make the show good could be done very quickly. And I think I I think I purposely or not purposely because I I don't want to I don't think I'm that fucked up that I do it consciously, but I do believe that unconscious. I'm trying to put myself in a situation where mommy and daddy can say, God, you're a little piece of shit. Like, we really didn't want you. Uh, you know, Roe v. Wade was so close to your conception. Oh, I'm going to... So close. Gonna, wait, just a stop. photo finish. No. You, got... you don't think they told me? No, no, no. I... What? Why else would I know? 1973, look it up. <laughs> Photo finish. Oh my God. I don't blame them. Like, and, I try, so, and I'm like, okay. And then they're like, well, what if I do this? And they're like, well, then, then, okay. Now you're talented. <laughs> and so I like, Wait, I need I'm, to like I'm, drive it to that. You're, but you're, Dan, I, mm, yeah, no, go no, ahead, no, please. Go no, ahead. Curtis, go. No, 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 please. No, no, please, go. All right, Dan, if everyone could do it quickly, then they would. And you did it the way you needed to do it, yeah. and that's how it works out. I mean, it just you do it at the speed that you do. But and I'm, I would say to him in an airport or at Gelson's, Curtis, which is where we usually which is where see we each other, run into each other. Okay, I'm not here. I would I'm not say, here. He's okay. he's nuts, but it's great. Really? It's worth it. You're not a network. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. He's I've not heard a that so many times TV about other people. Why? <laughs> and it all it yeah. never works out that way. You no, know, he really. Tell me, no, you know, I, the the guy's really insane. You know, uh, but it's but he's worth great. it. It's never been worth it for okay, me. Okay, I would. Well, because have I ever said to you this guy's crazy, but it's worth it? Never. No. Because no, I would only say it about him. Okay. Uh, Believe I, I'm me. I'm just a waiter. <clears throat> could you... Could, oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> could you ask your friend uh, for examples of people who haven't been worth it? <laughs> just because I'm a waiter and I'm just, I work at an airport and I, this is all I have. <laughs> Bye. Dan, most people well, said aren't my name's Steve. worth it. Oh, sorry, Steve. <laughs> you know what I mean. I do know exactly what you mean. And I've always imagined that that's what working with him was like. He's crazy, but He's it's nuts, so worth but it. But it's worth it. Excuse I, me, excuse me. Uh, pardon me to interrupt your conversation. I work for the TSA. Have you been approached by somebody pretending to be a waiter in this airport? <laughs> Stop that waiter! Stop that waiter! The humans are suspicious. He's now on his eye Zone 3 is now boarding. Flight 251 to Burbank. Zone 3. Mr. 
still going, still flying. <laughs> Mr. President, Mr. President, uh, we've been, uh, we, we, we've, we've made contact with, with, with the alien waiters. Curtis, be the president. <laughs> Mr. President, uh, as your chief of staff, I feel it's time to get you into the bunker. Uh, uh, the, the alien waiters have uh, invaded uh, the Philadelphia airport. <laughs> Who's this guy from the White House? Yeah, I, I don't have any idea. Um, I'm, the chief, I'm your chief of staff, sir. Oh, oh, yes. that's right. I'm sorry. Or am I? Padgett. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Roger. Flying right now. They both are alien faces for the podcast listeners at home. Paget, you're you're the head of an elite firm that helps people with their public scandals before they happen, but you're having an affair with President Curtis, which is the biggest scandal of all, and yet your job is to handle scandals. Go, go. And you both just took a shit. Wait, but I can't... <laughs> and you can both smell it, but you think it's you. But you don't know. But you both think it's you. Because you're in the Oval Office and there's two bathrooms. And you both just took a huge shit. And you both think... I don't know if that informs... Is, it, is, it, is this the moment after the, his, he found, found out his chief of staff is one of the alien waiters? Yeah, he had okay. that meeting. Right. Now it's time for this meeting where usually you guys like... It's like your personal meeting. I feel like the bit is you over-explaining the improv. <laughs> I would not disagree with that, which is why I stopped doing improv. <laughs> I, that's every note I got after every improv show I ever did. <laughs> we just saw a really good improv last night in a room full of eight people. To just who? Uh, as a, uh, Aaron, come out here so you can tell us who that was. Aaron McGathy. She's a great actress, a beautiful redhead, and a sex pop. Oh, thank you, Padgett. I was just like obsessively fi fixing my hair backstage, so now I think I have a cocker spaniel thing no, going. I love it. No, it looks beautiful. I love it. Thanks, guys. USS Rock and Roll is our oh. the group that we saw. Yeah, what are the, what are those names? <laughs> those those kids. Uh, Annie, Annie and Annie O'Connell, Levin O'Connell. I don't know. O'Connor. And yeah, Annie O'Connor, Levin O'Connor. I love like, really good long form improv. Like it's so different from like like short form improv is like it's a parlor trick. It's like we we learn skills that we can use. I'm saying we because anybody can. I'm not saying I'm good at it. I'm just mean like in short form improv, which I was trained in. It's like they go, okay, here's all these disciplines, and here's how you use them to make a quarter come out of someone's ear, and you could like. Like Jeff is, you know, does it like on like national television? Is that still a thing? Yeah, national yeah, television? Yeah, it's, it's still national. Uh, <laughs> but when you're in a short form improv, is like a, it's like vaudeville. Like it's like be funny immediately. So you don't like like our friend Derek Mears made a good analogy for short form improv versus long form. Short form is like if you're on a dirt bike, there's a ramp every couple seconds, so you don't ever get that much runway and you don't ever get that much air. Long form is a lot of runway, and you build up a lot of speed. So when a joke hits, you get to fly for a long time. Like, so the, the, the payoff is way bigger if you can like, make a joke land in a long form situation. 
Short form like whose line is like joke, 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 joke. You could also be like like I mean another way another way to illustrate the difference is you could show up and and walk into a room and go, Oh, there's only four other people here. And for a short form improv show, that pretty much that doesn't mean it's gonna be a bad show. It could be the most memorable show of your life. But but depending on what they how they react backstage. But it generally means this short form improv engine is not gonna get the gas it needs. But if you come in and there's four other people in the room and there's a little black box and you're watching like good disciplined like long form improv people you you i mean they may do a better show for four people than they could have ever done for 40 people it's like you walk out it's like church i mean like if, a, if you walk into a church and it's emptier i, I don't know it's like it's so <laughs> there's good there's more god for you <laughs> or hitler whatever you want to use as your placeholder yeah. well i we, think uh we we saw just really quick we saw we saw improv at the now theater in los angeles if you're interested in long form improv the, 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 the yeah. hardcore shit. All right. <laughs> That's Craig Gakowski laughing. <laughs> uh, improv guru. Right. Craig Craig, yeah, Craig, Craig uh, has you, you, who many community fans know as Officer, Officer Kukowski. Kukowski. He's also in the Thrilling Adventure Hour, 10 years strong. Hey, Officer Craig Kukowski, come up. Let's do it. Long form improv show. Long form improv show. show you what I mean when I say long form improv. Here we go. I heard plumber and I heard uh, I heard uh, uh, I heard I heard I heard I heard I heard, heard, heard rap. All right. Just real quick we, we promised Craig backstage we literally would not do this. I know. That's, 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 that's no, my good, joke. Good, that's good, my good. joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes my jokes have an audience of You want to be blood. a part of this pageant? Wait, 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 do, you have, do you want a suggestion or anything? Like, I got heard plumber and rap. That's all I heard. Plumber and rap. You heard plumber and rap? Well, I mean, I thought I did. Okay. All right. Oh, that must be that rapping plumber I ordered. <laughs> you use the music. A doop doop doo doop doop doo doop 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 my job is to unplug your toilet, but I don't want to today because I want to help you differently. And I, my name is Kevin. Okay, Kevin, well, the, the toilet's pretty clogged. No, it? it's not. I'd like to unplug your toilet in a different way. I'm the star of the show and I rap all the time. And improv is great because I like to rhyme. My name is Rapidy, 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 Rapids. <laughs> do, do I give you no. the, the group on now? No. Okay. Honey, honey, I I heard I heard that Kevin's here. No, I'm not. <laughs> I was a ghost the whole time. I was just haunting the scene. I'm from Hitler and God's world. You know what I mean. I'm gonna moonwalk downstage for you. I'm an improv master. This is what I do. Break it down. I'm improv. 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 
I know, I know we're only supposed to call the number if we feel threatened. No, they're not. <laughs> what time is it? It's, uh, no, it's not. I didn't even tell you what time it was. No, you didn't. Two hours earlier before Kevin the Rapping Plumber showed up at the house. Yeah. This better be good. Well, goddammit, I've been plumbing this thing and it's just not... I know, honey, and you're so good at plumbing this thing. You are. And I'm so sorry for making this mess. And I know that the only plumber in town is um, schizophrenic. Why did we move to this tiny town? Well, we were down in Omaha in 73. Didn't know what we would do till we lived in a tree. We had only $4 to our name, so we decided to get in the Omaha game. Still, Omaha is a fairly large city. Four years earlier in Omaha. Hello, sorry. As the mayor of New York, I clearly got on the wrong flight. I mean, when back, will back, one of these towns... Four years later, back in the house. Four years later, back in the house. Remember when the mayor of New York was on our flight to Omaha? That was so... That was a weird day. That was so that surreal. That was a very there weird day. There was so day. much security. Uh, the test came back. It's you, not me. Um, I can have children, and you can't. I'm... <laughs> Look, I, I make so much money as an insurance executive here in Omaha. I know, and that's why I'm with you. Also, your it smile... It feels good when we state our subtext. <laughs> Well, I better leave because you need to take a big shit. You know, I know this sounds weird, but I appreciate that you know when I need to take big shits. I can just read it on your face. <laughs> and you're impeccable with your word. All right. Long form motherfucking That's improv. Long form improv. Craig Kikowski. Craig Kikowski, thank you, brother. Hey. Craig probably doesn't need to plug anything, does he? You guys can come back now, the, the theatrical portion. You, you, know, you notice Paget and Curtis fled over here for safety. No, because they're actors. They're like, fucking give them space. <laughs> you, guys, you can resume your seats. Over yeah. Here. I'm not sure about The improv no. is over. You're good. You're good to go. Oh, hello, officer. <laughs> Pickles. Now, let me ask you a question. Um, Dan, you know improv is yeah, what? yes what? and. It's not rapping. No! Wait, what? No, it's rapping and saying no. What are you, where um, did you guys learn improv? Jeff. Jeff? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Were you looking at your watch? No, I was writing things down. Okay. Um, improv is yes and, not no! Ideally, yeah. Okay. Just, uh, you know that. 
was my bit. <laughs> your improv is no, and then rapping and standing literally your in front of Craig Kukowski, which is funny. It should just be a yes and rap. Well, your rap was stellar. Thank you. Right? It's all anyone will remember anyway. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So, my favorite, my favorite uh, Thirty Rock joke. I love Thirty Rock, but the the best joke, the, well, my favorite one. <laughs> they alluded to the fact that uh, Liz Lemon and uh, Je- I can't now I can't even remember her friend's name that that is the host of the original show, but whatever Jen what the- uh, yeah they, they, they allude to the fact that they met doing improv workshops I've told this a thousand times it's just my favorite thing <laughs> they just flash back to <laughs> Tina Fey and uh, they're they're, the, they're just sitting in, in all black and they're sitting in these two chairs in this little black box and they go okay the suggestions are Sling Blade. And Oprah Winfrey. Uh, the, <laughs> and Liz Lemon goes, just kind of centers herself and then goes, sure like those French fried potatoes. <laughs> and then Jenna goes, no you don't, Oprah. <laughs> and then it just goes back. All of, all of, the, all of the sitcom like fl- whip pan flashbacks that we've had to suffer, that was the... That was all, made it all worth it. It was so funny. Uh, Craig, uh, Craig has been my teacher and coach a billion times over. I'm sorry. I I, I um, turn that phone it's off time. right now. It's time turn to it say off. this. It's the that beeping. Turn it off. Sorry about the subtext thing, and I'm sorry to go. I'm sorry about going to the infer- infertility place. Done it before. Don't take it. Don't take it personally. No don't take apologies. it personally. No, yeah, God damn it! That's true. That's that's the most important thing. And I screwed up. Yeah. See, Aaron, uh, uh, my favorite thing of that was uh, is going to the infertility place a, a hack premise because I I I wanted to see. It more. is for Aaron, old Aaron McGathy. It's, Wait, it's, it's not yet. It is nine eleven. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what? We go by that clock. clock. Oh yeah, it's nine eleven. No. Oh, it's nine eleven. <laughs> I know. It's just something we do. We do this all the time. It's it's really disturbing the first time it happens. No, I really didn't get it. I'm asking about Jeff Davis wanting kids. Uh. (laughs) Oh, you mean the real (laughs) 9/11? The real, the real biggest tragedy. Paget, aren't you married right now? Yeah, now. You sexy oh, dirt shut you. Shut up, shut up. I'm going to get in so much trouble. It was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. We were both young. We were very young. But it was great. Him too. <laughs> Wait, what What was like a long time ago? We had a little... Nothing. We, we what? Had, we, had, we had a very... We, we dated for like You're 45 minutes dumb. a long time Well, ago. no, I'm playing It was polite. longer than 45 <laughs> minutes. All right, fine. They dated. I, I, I'm not the one that brought it up. You guys brought it up. They dated. All right. Every time I work with you, I find out... I know. <laughs> this is really true. The last time I worked with Listen, her, I... there was another person involved in what we were doing, and it was this. It was like, oh, you know, like the eyes getting all, remember no. that? And, Listen, I you know, dated. We'll always, you, you, you know. dated a lot. I did. Paget, I, I still have two of your wigs, by the way, at my house, which I wear quite frequently. Oh, I got your, I got the red wig, the short red wig. And you the, do? And the, and the long Oh, red, my God. My long... landlord's son wanted that wig. <laughs> and I couldn't find it. I, I have the weirdest boner. <laughs> 
not my joke, it's Donald Glover's. Uh, wait, okay. Oh, all right, so... I'm sorry, wait. Patrick just said her landlord's son wanted that wig. What do you well, mean? Well, back at... Not now. I mean, I own a home now. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> She's sophisticated now, but there was a day when... No, my... I lost a couple of wigs to Jeff Davis back in the day, and that's fine. <laughs> Listen, every woman loses a couple of ways to Jeff. That's fine. Paget, you, you weren't the first, and you won't be the last. I know. Do oh. you have Paget? Do you have a? You're very experienced, oh, no. and you've been What's very. Happen? Do you have an no, no. STD? I'm changing. No. No, I it's know. Amazing. <laughs> no, it's... I cannot believe it. I thought by now I would have something all. No, and no. I, I, I feel the same way. It's a fucking miracle. Isn't right? it amazing? It's because you got around too. I, I, I'm very. I'm. I'm a, I'm a condom. I, I'm safe. Sex yes, kind we of crazy. both use condoms. Yeah. We together and with other people. But still. I used to actually. I, to, truth be told, I used to put your wigs on my dick and fuck you with a wig. That I don't you, remember. No. All of Harmontown has led up to this point. that? <laughs> <laughs> This is the most important moment. Well, I was going to ask you just uh, because I didn't want to be remiss in having you on stage. Like, we've, we've farted around and had fun, but you're a performer that has been funny for a very long time uh, and uh, probably is admired by a lot of people when they watch you on screen and stuff. And it was just so, so that I'm not remiss as an interviewer. I don't want to do my job wrong. Like, is there a philosophy that you follow because your ability to as I wrote, be the person that dropped in and nailed it. You know, I, you wrote it, that. I wrote that as a valentine to For everything me. you had done. Yeah. But, uh, like, Which like, was lovely. I wrote everything you said, motherfucker. No, I know. No, I'm just saying. Don't you no, forget it. No, but the fact that you wrote for me to say in the last episode <laughs> as someone who came in late and nailed it, and I was so scared to say it because I didn't know at that point if I had... Like, oh, to adorable. me, I didn't know. But No, what? no, I'm kidding, I'm, kidding, I'm kidding. I just did to you what Aaron does to me all the time. I'm so sorry. What she, what, when where, I, did I, you I, just do it? No, I, 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 like, I, I, I you, you, she, I was, I, never mind. Can we, can we put a pin in that? I missed it. Can we put a I pin in that? Too. No, I was, put a pin in that. I just want to. Oh, my God, this has become something else. No, no, no. Like, like, well, is there anything, like, when you're, when you, before you step in front of eight fucking giant cameras, uh, 5,000 lights, 200 people dangling from rafters. You know, like, is there, like, dif- different actors say different things about how are they able to do comedy or drama or anything in, in that in that totally artificial environment? Because all we see on the screen is that, like, it's because of the courtesy of these craftsmen who make things look like a living room and look like a, a courtroom in Mississippi in 1950. Like, all we see is reality and then these amazing actors, and we don't realize that it's, like, Jesus Christ, the environment is so unnatural. And you get, like, particularly comedic actors are able to exude all of this, like, weird uh, human energy. Is there anything that you do? Do you kneel in front of a mirror in your trailer? Do you remind yourself? Do you have a mantra? Are you crazy? This is, I'm going to say, this is Dan being a really generous, thoughtful man, podcaster, interviewer. He doesn't have to ask this. No, I want the them. only thing I care about. Well, because I don't in care. working. No, you shouldn't. Wait, I don't because have because that to. question is like, oh, what do you have to promote? You're an. I'm actress. saying because like a lot of them out there want to do what you do. No, yeah, but they don't. They they want to like be home with their families and 
and like maybe take a totally course. Totally misunderstood our audience. Wait, no, I'm saying no, no, no. You're being very giving and loving and supportive and thoughtful and saying, "Oh, what do you have to do for this character?" I don't. I just show up. But and I say the lines really? okay. and I do the best I can. Is there anything... And you write great lines and that's why I was there. Well, so, there, so what what, hap- what she when you pro. When you're in front of the No. When you're in front of the camera, what what you know Okay, when I was younger, I thought, how does my hair look? Um, am I hiding the size of my nose? Do I have all my wigs? <laughs> or is that guy I was dating, did he take them? You yeah. gave, you gave them to me. Other I things. asked you for them and you gave them to me. Of course I gave them to you. You were a great boyfriend. <laughs> okay, Paget, pretend you're in an airport with Curtis. <laughs> and I will be performing our long-form farting president and presidential aide uh, improv at Gelson's um, in Silver Lake uh, sometime over the next two months. Yeah, but you, uh, we're, we're not announcing the time. You just have to luck into being there. <laughs> it's like a rave. They'll let you know. Because we don't... We, yeah. Skrillex be, will tell you. You have to be at Skrillex's Instagram. You just that how it still have works? to be there at the right time. Curtis, do you have do you have a do you have a ritual? Do you have a technique? Do you have a mantra? Do you have a do you have a threshold you have to cross before you step in front of cameras? Mm, I don't. I, I I was thinking about this um, uh, recently. Did I tell you about finding my my booger biography? You did. Yes, you said because you, that was what I used to booger? do. I actually From- found in a notebook. Um, the because I was trained as an actor, and that what you do as an actor is, in order to understand your character, you write a biography of it. And no one will ever know what you've written, but you'll know, and that's why you do that. And I found my biography that I wrote in 1983 for Booger. As okay, to who Revenge he was of the nerds. for Revenge of the Booger, Nerds, yeah. Revenge of the Nerds, and that Sex was what girl. I used to do. I don't do it anymore because no one ever gives me. Roles where I, where they actually start in a place and end in a place, those don't really happen that much. Well, my anymore. friend, that's about to change. Except Give me a beat. Oh, Thank you. <laughs> How was I? Yeah. Oh. I just, I just, yeah. You know. <laughs> I just. I liked it. it I don't know good. what it was, but <laughs> it was pretty much. Balls. I thought you were about to go into some nice long form improv for us. <laughs> oh no! Oh oh oh! Like I could give him a role tonight on this stage that would. Well, be it great. looked like yeah. it looked like that's what. But you would have to go do. off and write a biography. Well, okay. No, no, I don't do that anymore. All right, I did okay. that. I did that in the past. All right, let's do it. Okay, so you, I'm your. Let's. I'm your dad. Okay. <laughs> You? I'm not an improv guy, so if you're really expecting improv, I'll but no, no, no. But we want. It's, it's, this is just going to be, like, like. <laughs> it, it, you've already done more than enough in like Shadowrun to know you get. This is that's the level of improv. You just. I mean, don't you're, worry. You're playing with somebody who's going to disagree with everything you say. Or, yeah. All right. Okay. No, no, no. I'm not going to do oh that. Oh my way. god! What is going no, no, on with we, you two? Can I be your counselor? Can I be your counselor? Can I I'm ask your, the? <laughs> Yeah, when I, you what do X, thing, What was that thing I that we put the pin X. in? What was that thing yeah, that you put the, the pin in about, pin in about the thing that she does? Oh, no, no, it was just too complicated pageant. a topic. It was just, it, it, was, de- it was derailed. Let's do this. I, 
I get, it's just, it would, it, I'm your dad, and okay. I, uh, Oh, my God. You're, you're at the uh, breakfast table. Yeah. And I just found a joint under your mattress in your bedroom. Uh, uh, hey, Dad. Morning. Good morning. Do you care to explain this? I, 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 uh, I don't know what that is. Well, you should. It's under your mattress. Oh, it must have... It must have... It must have come with the mattress. It's not, it's not mine. I, I gotta get to school. You got the day off, mister. Because you're gonna talk to me. Because you could go to school every day for the rest of your life, and if you keep making choices like that, it's not gonna matter. I went to Vietnam for you. Not for my country. I fucking hate America. I went to Vietnam for you. To, Dad, how to, old do you think I am? I think you're 17. I'm 32. It's 2015. It's 2015. Oh, it's now. I went to Vietnam for you to get that mattress. It's ostrich skin. It's expensive. I'm sorry, Dad. I'm experimenting. I'm reaching out. I'm trying new things. The fucking mattress doesn't care about your coming of age. Well, I could have gone to Sears if I knew you were going to put sh shit that's on fire under it. Well, Dad, you were in Nam. Did you never take drugs in Nam? Of course I did. I didn't put well, it under my fucking mattress. Then why are you yelling at me? It's an expensive mattress. It's ostrich skin. Dad, I don't smoke the mattress. I just put the joints there. See that you don't smoke the mattress. This thing has brown on the end of it. That means that when you put it under there, it oh, could have been red. Okay. Do you have, right. have you ever heard these stories? Yes. Embers I'm, I'm can sorry. burn for a month. You could burst into flame. I'm sorry. Be careful. I really, I'm really glad that we had this talk though, because you don't talk to me that much, and. Let's talk now. Dad, what are you what are you doing? Pouring a bowl of grape nuts. Oh, okay. It's called space work. Um Hello? Dad, that was milk. Hello? Dad, it's milk for your grape nuts. Milk? I just gave you the milk for your grape nuts. Son, milk, milk is calling me. Take it. Um, yeah, uh, milk. I, uh, I'm just sitting here with uh, my son. Everything's fine. Look at your watch. <laughs> Look at your watch. Look at your... It milk? doesn't mean anything. Milk, uh, milk, why would you say something like that? I've trusted you forever. It's your watch. Watch, watch, watch. My watch and my milk are talking to me, son. Your son is important. Your son is important. Dad, are you okay? My son is important. 
Vietnam, Vietnam, Vietnam. Are you okay? Dad? Mom! Vietnam. Your son is important. Your son is important. Your son is important. Vietnam, Vietnam. My son is important. My son is important. <laughs> County line, 3,000 miles. My son is important. <laughs> Three days later. My son is important. <laughs> Bing bong. <laughs> <laughs> I need a doorbell. My son is important. Is this Don's doorbells? Is your doorbell a real doorbell? I thought it was, I assumed. I'm sorry. No, my, uh, yes, it's a real doorbell. You just walked into my house. Oh, I thought it was Don's doorbells and that I assumed that the doorbell on the outside was just a, I'm sorry. Don, Don's doorbells was run by my son downstairs. Sorry, what? Your son Don? He just Don? closed the door and then tried to talk to me. Your son is important. Your son is important. Vietnam, Vietnam. Thank you. Don's Don's doorbells is downstairs. Thank you. (laughs) You get the idea. Mike Myers must have been so young. (laughs) 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 Jeff, are we still in the improv show? (laughs) Should I run Don's doorbell? Yes, yeah. Hello! Don, it's me! Don's doorbell's here! (laughs) I'm... Slightly Scottish, slightly Irish. What's happening? <laughs> I love doorbells. And you are? I am my son's father. My son is important. Don is important. Do you need me to call 911? Yes. And one. <laughs> Extra one, yeah. Perfect. Good. <laughs> but did, I almost, I almost blew it. <laughs> but, 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 but then I added the extra one. Yeah. That's Dan, good. Did, did Curtis's character really go from point A to point B? Did we really see that develop, or, or is that just another one of those one-note? Curtis see, this ones? is what I mean. Yeah. This is what I, I mean. I think Curtis did a great job. I thought job, I was dude. going somewhere. I didn't really go anywhere. You know what I did it wrong? I endowed Curtis with a low-status character. Curtis. I am. No, 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 no. No, no, Dan. Dan I, well, for the love of God, can I can, don't. I, can, I, over, can I overrule this, Dan? I, I say if we're going to do any more yeah, Curtis, yeah. Curtis character development, we save it for Shadow yeah, yeah, Run, Shadowrun, everybody. Shadow Run. Okay, so we got uh, Nightblade. 
We got, let's, we should bring Demorge up here. Demorge Brown on the stage, please. Demorge Brown. A cavalcade of stars tonight at Harmontown. Oh, yeah. Here, Demorge, why don't you uh, sit here? Sit here and take this mic. Why would I? But I could stand. Yeah, I could make do. Where are you going? I will say, Spencer is still sitting lower than the sea level. That's true. I was thinking, you know, they also have taller chairs. It's a real confluence of factors here. We're having having too much fun. Thank you, thank you. No, 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 you want a taller chair. Paget, we we, we probably have to get Paget up to speed on what the hell we're doing here, right? Paget, are you familiar with... Should I get out? No, no, you're staying with us for certain. Uh, We'd like you to help us play a game. Uh, It's like a role-playing game. Oh, it's called Dungeons and Dragons? It is. It's it's like them. It's it's called Shadowrun. Oh, uh, this I don't know. It's like... Think of it kind of like the the Matrix, the future... We're kind of like uh, mercenaries, like like like, like badasses for hire. And what what role will uh, Padgett be playing, Spencer? Well, see, that's the deal. I mean, we got a whole group of people here. Oh, Dan, you have a chair coming in. Yeah, I don't have a character sheet for Hacker. That's the problem. I have done this because he's a plot. You know device. what? You, no, I'll do it. No, no, no. I think she should do. She should do Doctor Friend. No, no, you're Doctor Friend. All right, I'll do Doctor Friend. Well, wait. Right. Let's hear him out. Let's hear him out. Well, I was just thinking that maybe Dr. Friend, maybe what has happened is Dr. Friend has gone into sort of a time warp time thing and has, has uh, changed and is now, is now being played temporarily by Patrick Wait, we Houston. don't actually... No, I don't know what's happening. We don't actually have too many people, do we? We, we do have, have too Mercy many people. O'Donnell. We have Ethan, too many I'm people. I'm telling you. Jim Knightley. Trust me. H- H- Hodor. Who would I lie... Why would I lie Spencer. to you? Oh, yeah, my okay. God. I love... You I, are I am, I am willing to stand by <laughs> the side this uh, and, and cheer everyone on. Spencer, is it possible to have... Without anybody else being uh, Hackeye, uh, maybe... Uh, Padgett, what's a Hackeye? Hackeye is a, is, a, is a character that you don't I don't want to be a Hackeye. Spencer! What? Could, could she be some sort of NPC and come and join, join the Can I be an somewhere? NPC? Well, yeah. I mean, there's all sorts of things that we could do successfully. I mean, I'm telling you now. It's just I don't have a character sheet for an extra character. So well, if every, you don't need a sheet... We all walk an, away. We all have those, you we all have those days. Forever. We all have those days where we feel um, different than we do the day before. I call those, I guess that's every day. Um, but maybe would it be okay if Paget was uh, like uh, uh, my memories? Jeff, Jeff, just or, made a, oh, a, Jeff just made an interesting pitch that it would, it would take Spencer's yes to, to go with this. That what we do is... Take our shirts off. <laughs> no, I'm not. We, no. we, do a, we, we give everybody two eggs. We do a very special episode... <laughs> Where we do a flashback and find out about Dr. Friend's origins. But it would have to be like, uh, I mean, Spencer would be off the grid, off the map. Oh, yeah. It would be a real improv show. (laughs) Spencer, I mean, you guys are the masters of that thing. I think if I, you know, if you're. Yeah, Spencer, your job would be maybe to just, you know, define whatever needs to be defined in in the spatial. uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And change scenes. I'm just, yeah, you guys got to do some lifting, though. 
Okay. What Nami? is going right, on? I, I it's, you know what? Can I just leave and go to the bathroom no, and no. call my mom? No, Paget, Paget, and... we, we need you for this. You're, no. you're, you're an actor and we need no, you for this. No, you need someone to leave. I will be that person. No. no. What is happening? Paget, we're going on a magic carpet ride right now and you're, you're on board for this. We need We've you more done than that before. Mom. I'm um, just asking <laughs> for this to be happening. Spencer, I'm sorry you had to yeah, see you're, this. You're fine. Don't worry about it. Please tell me that's how Jeff initiates sex. Oh. You want to you go on a magic carpet ride? Bingo. Um, Dan, uh, why don't you... Uh, I'll co-DM with Spencer. Co-DM, and you... At least you said, Dan, go over it with Spencer, and you guys together come up with the... Uh, you do the intro for wherever we are and oh, set... this is going to be bad. <laughs> oh, he did it! Jesus. Let me tell you, that chair's Guys, the wrong height. Nobody gets a chair, a folding Ikea chair, over an audience like Dan Harmon. Yeah. <laughs> he's crazy, but he's great. Well, Padgett, this is your wheelhouse because you're also on an amazing show called Thrilling Adventure Hour where you... Yay. I know, really. We're not using character sheets. We're, we're freestyling this. This is the origin story of, of uh, Paget uh, Curtis's character is Dr. Friend. He is a. What, would you want to describe your character to her briefly? To the, ex- to the extent that I understand it. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, okay. Dr. Friend, and I don't really. Dr. Friend is uh, a part of the gang. He is a medical man, but he's a medical man who is disturbed, and he has a past. Okay. But no one really knows what that is. Okay. And among the things that he's done uh, in the course of this is he has powers that he can he can use on people like. Um, uh, no, 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 wait a minute. I'll tell you. Oh my God! If there's um, files, I want to He does file. things like he can do he can do healing. Powers. Healing. So, in the course of one of our, our adventures, if we if we get hurt, if somebody gets hurt and is you can, dying, you have a I healing heal power. Yeah. Right. And uh, and and that everybody has powers of some kind. Okay. Yeah, it's it's kind of like a magical world pageant, but it's also the future. So it's te- it's technological, but there's also spells and magic. So it's like the future and but... a lot of criminal okay. activity. Yeah. And, and also yeah. and also it's Seattle. <laughs> I have no file, so no, I have no power. No, well, tonight is right just now. focused on the mysterious past. Of Pat, Pat, right now, because now this is this is backstory, so none of us are going to be playing. We don't know No one is going to oh, be. Oh, okay. You're, you're an even playing field with the rest of us. Only only uh, Curtis knows what his. I'm sorry. Is. I'm very competitive, and I want powers and a file. I'm you're, sorry. Pat, you're, you're you're allowed to be whoever all you your, want. You all your roles will what... become apparent. It's a special one-off episode. We're exploring the origins of a of a character. So, so Spencer, what what year is it when we're normally playing Shadowrun? Uh, twenty seventy four. Okay, and how old, how old do we think Doctor Friend is? Oh, he's a good. I don't know. Uh, twenty seven. <laughs> What's twenty seventy four minus twenty seven? Yep. <laughs> what what somebody say? Thirty six. Forty six. Twenty forty six. Our story begins in 2046 A.D. at Baltimore General Hospital. (laughs) Ivy overruns the decrepit building, which has not been the same since the fall of the hospital. (laughs) 
and the healthcare program. <laughs> Still, patients are served here, but they're never happy to be served. They only ha have to be. We move through the front doors of the hospital and down the decrepit halls and start to pick up the wails of a woman giving birth. We enter the delivery room. Certainly not the most uh, sterile one we've ever seen. That's right. Keep going. Keep going. Breathe. Push. Push. I'm afraid, Mark. Why? I've never done this before, you asshole. <laughs> Why am I afraid? It's all right. We're in the hospital. People are looking after us. Nothing can go wrong. Nothing Come on. Look, do you, have you heard from my sister? No. No. I've tried to reach her, but there's no answer on, her, on her, her chip phone. She's, she's always so wild, always trying to find a good time, always giving wigs to men she's having casual sexual relationships with. I'm just... If you hear from Anastasia, just tell her to get here now. She's... I'll try her again. It's all I can do. Dr. Gerber. Dr. Gerber. Anastasia in room one. Uh, Anastasia's here. Keep Dr. pushing. Dr. Gerber. Okay. Dr. Gerber. <laughs> there was a... Uh, yes. uh, no, no, no. Curtis, this is, this, is this is when you were born. This is 27 oh, years I'm old. Yeah. <laughs> This is 20, totally misunderstood. 27 years earlier. I'm in there. 27 years I earlier. I don't have to worry Wait, did about... did I blow it? Okay. Did I blow it? No, no, no. You were right. I was wrong. What? I, I thought I was still Dr. Friend, and in fact, I'm still... Someone who knows... I'm in there. ...the pregnant woman giving birth. No, no, no. I'm the baby. I'm in there. What? I'm uh, in there. He's in here! In there. So I need a man to play your dad. So now Dr. I Goober, am the Dr. Goober. I am Dr. Oh Goober. Oh my God! Dr. Goober, get, get in my office. So I want wrong. you in my office right now, Dr. Goober. What's wrong? What Do have I done, Dr. Goober? What have you done? What haven't you done? Don't you realize that you're the brother of the person who is the father of the child you're delivering right now? Oh, oh, oh that's good. It's Anastasia. I'm a drunk intern. Anastasia. I don't get it. I Where thought you, you knocked me up. it is. All I know is it's going to look a lot like that doctor right there. No, no, listen to me, Anastasia. Dr. Gerber. Anastasia, what happened to us was a long time ago. But That's in the meant, history. No, it was like and the last months thing, ago. The last, okay. Calling last, Dr. Craig Kakowski. We need help in long form improv. <laughs> Calling Dr. Craig Kakowski. Please. Our long form improv is in, is in critical condition. Critical condition. Dr. Kakowski. Paging Dr. Kakowski. Dr. Kakowski. Yes, I was playing golf. Uh, what can I do? Uh, well, uh, the. Uh, we, we've got a, we've got a, we've got a patient here in 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 crisis, uh, and I I thought I knew what I was doing. Patient in crisis. <laughs> you guys, you guys, I'm an orderly. You'll never see me again. <laughs> I'm, I'm interrupting this very focused scene about the origin of a character 
to let you know that at this point in future sci-fi history, some big shit is happening. Forrest Gump style on the t- televiewer. Look. They all look to the TV <laughs> to see a, a news report about something... Dr. Kukowski. Well, it seems that Vitas is back again. It's swaying the nation faster than ever before. We got babies turned left ways, babies turned down ways, and adults turned back ways. It's an ugly world. You got to not touch anybody. Don't even bother washing your hands. Cut off your hands. Wash the stumps. We're talking Vitas. It's back, baby. I'm out of here. Have you guys made sure that your baby is... Please don't be offended by this, but human? Oh, God, please. Look, someone someone take this uh, metal card with a number sketched on it. Officer Gerber, your brother's number is listed there. If you could get in touch with You know with what? I'll, I'll, I'll have a look at that number, if I could. <laughs> Obama? <laughs> look, no one... No one, no one trusts you since the uh, pickle scandal of 2014. Well, you know, I believe 40, the pickle 40. scandal was a little later. Though, yes, right? it was. Ah, ah, oh, these, uh, this epidural. That's fine. Uh, we've got a quality. Here we go. I. I. Strangely enough, uh, we've got I an love- emergency beat breach birth. Oh, good God, it's Something's hideous. come out. We don't know what it is. It's no, it's an orderly that was just hanging out beneath and I just cut his throat. God damn it, I'm a long-form improv doctor, not, a, not an OBGYN. I also don't know if you can save this. Six years later, at the friend household. It's a shame. <laughs> What's a shame, Mom? That long-form improv. (laughs) It's a shame. They tried. I've heard you talk about that sometimes, but you never really explain it. Because I don't want to talk about all of it, son. Well, even a little bit would be... Baby, I think he's old enough. (laughs) He is old enough to hear the story of how Obama came to the hospital. And you slit the throat of a ghost orderly. He is old enough. That has been distilled. Grandson. Into a sentence. Grandson. It's your grandfather. Would would you come out on the porch with me a moment? I just want to have a talk with you. Well, sure. Sure, Gramp. By by the way, in the background, cars are flying. That's never gonna goddamn happen. Grandson, I, I won't be around a whole much longer. Oh, oh these damned flying cars. I, I, I did, when I was a boy, there was no... We had pickles until that horrible scandal came along. And I want to tell you this before I pass along, son. Okay. I want you to follow in my footsteps and be a doctor. However, you do understand that you're not like other people, boy. What do you mean? Have you ever noticed anything weird happen to you at night when you're laying in bed all alone? (laughs) Yes. Five months earlier. Come on. Come on. Rudy. Here, boy. Here, boy. There's nothing there. There's nothing. Oh, no, there there is. There is. You have to be injured. 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 Honey, it's time to go to bed. Oh, no, but 
it's look at Rudy. There's something wrong. He got his leg caught in a trap. Honey, Rudy's an old dog. No, young, he's not. Young, young, young. I can heal him. You is young, too man, young. Man, 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 man. You, you have the power to heal. What in the world? You have the power to heal. Heal, heal, heal. Honey, heal, go heal. to bed. Everything's fine. Rudy's fine. So no, I healed him. Grandson, back to the present. So grandson, remember that time you healed the dog with your mind? Yes. I do remember it, but I thought it was all a dream. It wasn't a dream, and we're not all light. That's horse shit. <laughs> we're real people. We're here right now. I want to make one agreement with you, son. Okay. Grandson, that is. You were, you were contaminated at birth by Vtox, and you're, you're going to suffer some very special skills and some very special, special detriments. Inside Pappy's chest, his heart beats heavier and heavier. Boom, boom. Oh, oh, I'm dying. <laughs> don't heal me, boy. Don't heal me. Let it, let, let it happen naturally. Boom, boom. Let it, I don't, oh. Do I see that look but, in your eyes, grandson? I see that look. No. Oh, oh, oh. Cut to agony. Agony. A doctor explains Vtox. Completely lethal. It'll kill you in 100% of situations. Unless maybe some crazy shit is in your genes, like you have troll stuff. I'm a doctor. Does uh, Cambridge Bells fade up on the scene of friend's grandpa dying, and we dissolve to the now not perfectly manicured lawns of an Ivy League medical school. Well, crows and ravens are are more prominent now than the kegs and date rapes of old. No, it's it's good. Well, it's good. Thing. There's a couple ways the future will be better. There's there's more education. There's more into put into this. Like sex ed is no longer about just what what diseases you can get. We actually tell kids before they get horny about consent. Okay, so we zoom in on a medical proscenium and and into a, a, a medical the medical class. Son, I'm here to show you the medical college you should go to. And so, what do you? Think? Hey, friend, it's real weird we have to watch these meetings, right? I know. Jeez. I just want my son to pick the best college, Princeton, Harvard, Yale. All right, okay. Thank you, Mrs. Friend. And I think that will put an end to Parents' Day here at medical school. If so, that's what you see. Always been, I've, I never approved of it. It feels weird. Now, as we were saying, how does nanotechnology affect the human condition? And what is human after all? <laughs> Mr. Friend, perhaps you'd be more willing to answer that, or does your troll nature confuse the issue? <laughs> The friend camera. whispers about friend, whispers about friend. Not good enough. Weird. We, he's a weird guy. The, 
camera pushes through those students and lands on a troll like Dr. Friend, now 21 years old. From inside, from inside his mind, a voice speaks. Uh, yeah. Trust your instincts, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Do, do you like you like French fries, Doc? <laughs> Trust your instincts, Doc. <laughs> my troll DNA has nothing to do with my work as a doctor. Oh, really? We have ourselves a, a protege. Uh, 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 wait, what do you call it? Uh, protege. <laughs> I spent the year teaching I'm, I'm in France. The, I'm your protege. Yeah, get out of here, Dave. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, please, I think this could be a teachable moment here at Hologram John F. Kennedy Ivy League Medical School for the surgical and nanotechnological arts. Please do indulge us, the world's first troll surgeon. What, what do you feel about Hellmansen's law regarding the inefficacy of nanotechnological devices in the bloodstream? Inefficacy. Good word. Dana, also out. This is not English. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't worry, we were having tea in the hole. Also you, Mrs. Stevenson. I don't care how much I'm behind on my rent. Doctor, doctor, I would love Professor, to... Professor, do you mean to tell me that you're going to let a troll person get up and tell me about nanotechnology? Uh, yes. What? You all have to start listening. Oh, it's a new world. <laughs> Trolls are every bit as worthy and acceptable <laughs> as doctors <laughs> as any of the rest of you. Too true. And I'm going to prove it. Pertinence. He will. As, as Friend speaks, sweat uh, drips from his armpits in a way that is inhuman and it creates puddles beneath him. <laughs> well, perhaps before you advise us on our physiology, you should manage your own. Look at the puddles. <laughs> but he's not wrong. Look at the puddles. You'll have to work much harder or the world will have to get much worse oh, before you're worry. successful. Just, just this conversation worry. Is <laughs> I'll work harder <laughs> and you'll regret this. <laughs> You live! Oh! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> the, professor's, the professor's face begins to melt like butter in a microwave. Ah! Dripping ah! to the ground. Agony! Beautiful. Agony! Oh, Agony! Beautiful! Blood goes into a signature that says Dr. Friend. <laughs> Cut to... Two two thousand something, but it's a courtroom. It's a futuristic courtroom. Doctor Friend is in shackles, facing a, 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 a hologram of a judge. Doctor Friend, Doctor Friend. Oh, <laughs> oh. Is it in fact your contention that um <laughs> you have the power of the mind at your will? As a healing device, uh, 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 I'm reminded, of course, of the story of a child who had a mere human 
coal, which has been eradicated for some decades. Uh, but his parents thought that they could, through Christian science and the, the word of God, heal this young man and did not give him syrup of Ipecac or Sudafed or whatever <laughs> crude inventions they had at that time. Um, is it possible that you, as a, a, a non-human doctor, claim to understand the human you know, workings uh, that were first uh, profligated by Von Leeuwenhoek and his microscope? Your Honor, is there? A question for my clients. Uh, yes. The question yes, out of, is. Out of order, uh, the prosecu- question is. Prosecutor Sanders, uh, we've asked this many times before. If you could please rephrase your uh, monologues into a single sentence. Objection, Your Honor. And I, I don't. Care. I, I don't think she knew what she was going to say after she said Prosecutor Sanders. Uh, orderly asshole. Oh, oh shit! Ah! <laughs> well, now, Miss Emily. Hold on. Your objection was about me not knowing what I was going to say in an improvised sketch. Don't take it personally. As I'm not, I'm not, I'm just a, I'm just a loyal, as the Latinos would say, abogado in a three-dimensional situation. But we have added a fourth dimension and a fifth dimension, and I'm reminded of Sophocles, who once said, "Good Lord, how is a person to defend themselves when as they don't this is know happening, their own enemy?" As this, as this courtroom drama is unfolding, a, a, a weird green vapor starts filling up the courtroom from underneath the cracks in the doors. <laughs> Spencer? Uh, yes. Yes, Jeff. Tell him about the gases coming into the room. Oh, it, it's... There's gas. <laughs> Thank As you, Spencer. As a court a stenographer, I'm sorry to weigh in on the record, but something's wrong with the gas coming from the flower. The gas, the gas itself flows from amorphous, diaphanous to solid and thinking form. I'm typing as fast as I can. I'm just a jury member, but I tell you what, this gas makes me want to say everything I never did. (laughs) I wish I would have taken a bath and a a barrel of flour. One by one. I wish I would have hit a man with my car. One by one, people from the back of the courtroom start dropping dead and suffocating from this green vapor emanating through the room. And ah, and while it's happening, because it's such dramatic juxtaposition, Dr. Friend, as if he's not the one making it happen, gives his final argument about himself. I am a troll. Trust your instincts. But I'm more than just a troll. Trust your instincts. I'm a troll who cares deeply about all species. Typical troll. You all. Objection, Your Honor. People are interrupting his monologue right now. It's. They're right. We're interrupting. It's in my head. At this time, in this day, in this city. I. You'll fail. I was adopted. I just realized. I'm adopted. My father is Nigerian. And you're all. All of you going to regret this day. Because I'm going to right now clear the green fog from this room just before you die. And then you're going to see the sort of 
Troll, I am. Obamacare. As your lawyer, I would have been appreciated being brought in on this strategy. <laughs> As the green fog clears, there is nothing left but a sea or galley, as they call it. Gallery? What do they call it in the courtroom? Protege. 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 Sabotage. I'm uh, a sea I... of corpses. Corpses. I'm a lowly court stenographer, but I know from going to college it's a galley of dead people. Either way you're looking at it, as a a Harvard graduate... You're alive! It's a bit surprising that that, uh, uh, a troll would surprise me with science. (laughs) Wait, as a a tall man or a black man? Well, you know, um, I'm, I'm part a of a lot of, of all qualities, but really the thing is, is it's a science. Is As a Dr. Friend sli- slips out the courtroom doors, we crane shot on the conversation between those two characters who are immune to green gas. <laughs> Cut to a ro- Rolling Stones cue blares as we cut to the inside of a cyber tavern. Just to clarify, Dr. Friend did not save those people. No, everyone died. Okay. Sorry, cut. I'll never stop. <laughs> Please allow me to introduce myself. I'm the overused Rolling Stones cue. I'm the song that's used every time you. Yeah, it's like forty-five thousand dollars every time you use it. Cause my husband's a composer. The camera pushes down the bar as visit holograms. Uh, inform us of the state of the new world. The dragon president has been assassinated. BTL chips are infected with VVRL viral viral nanos. Uh, 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 women are equal. Uh, <laughs> That's the sci-fi future. Um, Everything's no, insane. Women are equal. I, Everyone has agency. But in sci-fi. As your new uh, 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 president, Do it. Um, Herman uh, Kane. <laughs> You know, folks once asked me, uh, what would I do did I, if I did not win this election? And I said I would make mayonnaise. Uh, in fact, I did win the presidency, and I'm still going to make mayonnaise. I am reminded of the movie motion picture, Officer and a Gentleman, uh, in which Richard Gere's character's name was Mayo, but his nickname was Mayonnaise. We arrive at a lone doctor's friend. Now fully troll, now fully alone. He nurses his indescript drink through troll lips and mutters to himself dramatically. It's you, you, Curtis, here. Oh, it's me. I wonder, I wonder if I'll ever get over the guilt that I feel for not having cured all of those people in the courtroom. Why can't you save me? (laughs) Your indescript wounds haunt you. You know know what, the thing is, Obamacare, Doc, Obamacare, and french fries, do you like them? You haven't fixed anything. You talking about saving people? The camera swivels to reveal a trench coat cloaked 
troll of a different age nursing his own drink. Bastard, bastard, bastard. He knocks back the glass with the air of an old school drunk before turning his yellow gaze on his racial compatriot. Foomp. Fuck people. Fuck them all. What do you mean? What, how many favors have they done you? Did they cure you? Did they give a fuck whether you live or die, doctor? No, they didn't. My name is Detective Emile Trollinger. Of Emile Trollinger, Trollinger, Trollinger. It's a German name, but I was originally Jewish. Jewish, Jewish, Jewish. Think about how that feels. Feels, feels. We cut I, to the moment when he became German and not Jewish. Or uh, not. What, 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 why is Ellis Island still open? So embarrassing, embarrassing. What the fuck? Why do I have to... Well, we were working on some sort of trap. Ah, uh, shit. Cut back. Shit, 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 shit. Listen, what, are you, what are you saying to me? I'm saying to you that this world we used to think was a world is the world we thought came after this world. This is hell, my friend, and it's divided into two groups of people. People who give a fuck and people who live to see tomorrow. Give a fuck, see tomorrow. Give a fuck, see tomorrow. My name is Detective Trollinger. Trollinger, Trollinger, I used to be a cop. Until I became a fucking troll. A fucking troll, a fucking troll, a fucking troll. Now I organize shadow runs for shadow runners. If you call or visit text this number, you could get involved in that world. Complicated, complicated, complicated. Visit text is bullshit. I don't get yeah, it. Yeah, why wouldn't you just... Those voices you're hearing are called what the troll community calls the inner critic. Don't deny me. Don't deny me. Don't I'm deny totally me. You, you, know, you, you know, the thing, the thing that, that uh, what I like the most is, uh, is is ice cream, Doc. I like to go to Martha's Vineyard. One of get the a one of the chair. troll voices is just Obama. Just, 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 about do, just do my best. That's our curse. <laughs> hey, Trollinger, Trollinger, you're gonna order something? Hey, I'm I trying to run a cyber tavern here. Hey, what are you looking at? Where's the Where's the horseshoe? <laughs> Um, I'll take double what I had on the side of the hair. Trollinger, what are you talking I have about? worked what are you talking about? very hard to achieve something in my life, and I've been knocked down every time I stood up. Oh, well, you must be the only one. Sound of my eyes rolling so far back, they roll back around. And came up from the bottom and are forever owed one rotation. As Trollinger says this, he starts to feel his heart beat harder uh, and harder. Uh, boom, boom. Funny thing about boom, boom. troll bodies. Oh, no. They can boom, take boom. a punch, but Uh-oh. not from boom, God boom. or Hitler. Boom. <laughs> boom, boom. Do me a favor, Doc. Boom. Don't save me. Boom. Don't save me. Boom. Okay. This is boom. no life. I won't. Maybe, boom. You know, maybe, maybe, no, maybe, wait. Maybe you break the rule this time. That goes against my code. I have to save you. I can do no harm. <coughs> Maybe oh, you're a Hippocratic? Man. Oh, it's a... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, Julie, did I hear you say Hippocratic Oath? Hippocratic Oath. Oh, my God, I love their fucking album. They're so When I was studying nursing, yeah. Hippocratic Oath, bitch. 
Oh my like, god! First of all, when you start it, I just want to say like you know you, it, right? I just want to say you always shit on your haircut when you started nursing, but seriously, it was so cute. Oh my god! But it's and totally really, there. Somebody save that man! He's dying over there. There's a man dying in the bar. Back no, no, to the no. present. We're totally At Hank's fine. last stand, yeah. where Dr. Friend was revealing his past to the gang. We're just being nurses. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, we fucking do shit all day. All day long. So and sometimes you guys we fucking know. hang out and talk about shoes. I yeah. need a sound you. effect. What do you do? Yes. Do you save lives? Meanwhile, yeah. in the future. My person in made the future, up tequila. In a goddamn board game, we like save lives. Do something with agony and save this guy. As the nurses continue talking, (laughs) we move from the planet into the vacuum of space and slowly to the center of a universe where God (laughs) and Hitler (laughs) float in the center of all reality. And they're watching a sitcom about two nurses. I'm silent. I'm a female. I'm silent. God and Hitler are watching a sitcom called Hitler This didn't pay off. They live on the Upper East Side and they have girlfriends and they're gross. And we're crazy, but not really. Hitler's hand reaches out with a remote. God's closes over the top of it, stopping him. Really? Don't, Hitler. I just have a problem with the way you treat yourself. I feel like he treats himself so badly. Wait, me or I him? Me or your you, husband? Both of you, but you more. Okay, I know. Just Spin off cliffhanger! <laughs> that has been Harmontown. Craig Kikowski, everybody. Demoge Brown. Aaron McGathy, Spencer Crittenden, I'm Jeff Davis, Curtis Armstrong, everybody. Paget Brewster. And your mayor, Mr. Dan Harmon. And uh, Chris Perup, and Sarah Hill, and Zach McKeever, who are back there doing all the technical shit every week. Chris and Sarah are doing the uh, live streaming stuff. Earthshine Jane for laying down the sexy booze on us. Leah for hunting down Curtis on the streets. I think we did it. Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com. Hello, beautiful. I'm Amy Errett, founder of Madison Reed, a hair color company I named after my daughter. One of the things I value most in life is time. Time to spend with my daughter, time to spend with family, and the time I put into my company that's reinventing the way women color their hair. 
The busiest, most successful women I know use Madison Reed, the amazing hair color hack. In under an hour and for less than $25, Madison Reed delivers gorgeous, shiny, multi-dimensional, healthy-looking hair with an ammonia-free formula. You'll look like you just came from a salon, but the reality is you have more me time to do what you love. Things get busy. Let us take care of you and your hair. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code NEW. That's code NEW. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed.